Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the No Harm Health and Safety Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Marvin Polis. For this episode, we're going to do something a little different. As some of you know, for one of my contracts, I'm the Editor-in-Chief of Alberta Doctors Digest for the Alberta Medical Association. Alberta Doctors Digest is the flagship publication of the association. We recently released a podcast episode about albertapatients.ca hitting an important milestone, which is fantastic because albertapatients.ca is a great way for Albertans to have input into their healthcare system. So for this episode of the No Harm Health and Safety Podcast, we're going to replay that interview. Here it is now. Welcome to another informative episode of Alberta Doctors Digest, brought to you by the Alberta Medical Association. You've tuned in to one of the many stories from our online publication at add.albertadoctors.org. We're the flagship source of information and opinion of the Alberta Medical Association, advancing patient-centered quality care by advocating for and supporting physician leadership and wellness. Let's get started. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Alberta Doctors Digest podcast brought to you by the Alberta Medical Association. As always, I'm your host, Editor-in-Chief Marvin Polis. For this episode, we're going to be talking about albertapatients.ca, and joining me remotely is Mark Henry. Mark, tell me, who do you work for and what do you do? Uh, I work for a company called ThinkHQ Public Affairs, and we are a public relations and government relations uh, consultancy, and we also do uh, market research, polling research as part, of our, uh, as part of our work. Now, I understand that you were involved in the start setting up albertapatients.ca, so tell me, what was the genesis behind this? This is something that we started about four or five years ago, working with the Alberta Medical Association. The inspiration for it was really the AMA has tried to position their role as being an advocate, not only for doctors, but for patients. It's part of their mission. They've even put, uh, you know, patients first as, as a trademark statement that it's part of their principles. Part of the challenge with that is in order to be able to advocate on behalf of patients, you need to be able to have conversations with them about the healthcare system, their needs, their, their experiences, what they want from the system, so on and so forth. Now, doctors see patients every single day. But the time that they get with their patients tends to be quite short. It seems to be getting shorter. And it's really focused on the patient's needs that day. There isn't a lot of time to talk about how are you feeling about the healthcare system? What changes would you like to see? Or to talk to them about specific proposals. And so what we wanted to do is actually create an online community where Albertans could join and have those conversations. Where they could specifically give their feedback on new proposals on the healthcare system or their feedback on their experiences with different elements of it and suggestions for improvement and really trying to bring that patient voice into the advocacy being done on on behalf of patients by the Alberta Medical Association and their board and their members. Okay, so you clearly were involved in a lot of the big picture thinking that has be, that that went into this. Uh, how's it been going? I mean, it's been around for a few years now, right? Yes, it's been it's been around for I think we're into our fifth year now. It's going very well. It, it is the largest patient community that we're aware of in Canada, and probably the largest in North America. There are others, particularly in the U.S. Institutions like the Cleveland Clinic. Uh, have patient communities that provide this sort of feedback, as well as uh, some of the healthcare providers, insurance companies, and that sort of thing in the U.S. It, it's a little different. They tend to look at it more as uh, sort of customer research as opposed to patient research, whereas ours is, is pure patient research. And as of today, we're well over 11,000 Albertans are part of the panel. 
part of the community. We regularly reach out to them, uh, providing them with information about what's going on, but also uh, asking their, their thoughts on a variety of different issues. They help set the agenda. Every year we, we do an agenda setting survey and ask them specifically what things are of interest to them, and that helps guide our, our uh, editorial calendar, uh, what we ask them and the, the subjects that we speak to. So overall, it's going very well. So clearly there, there's a lot of free-flowing conversation that's going around on these topics of interest that get posted here. Are there some outside parties who who ask you to do uh, surveys and that sort of thing? No, this is this is strictly for uh, the Alberta Medical Association. So while the the patients help set the the agenda, the the board can also provide suggestions on on subject matter that they are interested in. We conduct the research, we pass that information along to the board. We share it, and it gets shared with other stakeholders in the healthcare system, so they can uh, see what patients are thinking about different topics. And we also share that information back to the community itself, so they're able to see uh, what their fellow panelists, uh, a representative sample of uh, uh, patients in Alberta, think about the different topics that they were asked about previously. So I would suppose that because of the large number of people who are involved in albertapatients.ca, that when you do put out, you know, let's say a survey question, this really has some serious statistical validity. It's interesting to compare this to a general population sample. It's, it's slightly different because we do go to, to, to efforts to, to weight the data when we do surveys by the traditional sort of age, gender, and region according to Stats Canada, but we also uh, provide a, and it's fairly subtle weight uh, based upon utilization of the healthcare system. So what we're trying to get is a representative sample of patients uh, versus a representative sample of Albertans. It tends to be a little bit different, a little, little heavier uh, women, little older, and it's mainly driven by utilization of the healthcare system. We really wanted to be able to say, this is what patients think in Alberta. Okay, and just so that we're clear, anybody can self-select, anybody can choose to become part of this community, right? You bet. We would love to have more people. All right then, Mark. So tell me about a, a typical survey. Well, there's a whole range of issues that we've done. So in the past, we've done issues on things like medical marijuana. We've done things on physician-assisted death. We've done seniors care. We've done acute care. We've done emergency departments. Uh, we, we regularly track experiences with primary care, diagnostic imaging, and vaccinations. Even very recently, we, we asked uh, the community to give us their feedback on some proposed changes being made to the, uh, the way doctors are compensated and how that might impact patient care in Alberta. So th there's a wide range of issues that we, we want to consult with them on. And on a typical survey at this stage, we're getting well over 3,000 patients participating on, on these surveys. So the, the reliability of the data, the statistical accuracy of the sample and its reliability. It's a fabulous sample to have and, and we get very rich data from people. The, the panelists are very generous with their time and they prov provide us with a lot of open-ended responses and we, we really do try to go through all of it to, to get their perspectives and, and weave that into what we're passing along to the AMA. So clearly, Mark, there's a lot of benefit here for Alberta patients in terms of being able to express their opinions and even have some impact on changes to the healthcare system. What's the benefit for doctors? I, I think the benefit for doctors is it gives them the ability to say, we, we can actually speak on behalf of patients. The, the relationship between patient and doctor is a very strong one. We've, we've seen that in not only in our research, but the, intuitively you know it. But they're able to actually say, we've gone out and spoken to patients on this topic 
and here's what they told us. So to be able to go to other stakeholders in the system, to be able to go to government decision makers and say, we've actually consulted with patients about this. This is what they think. Have you talked to patients about it? Well said, Mark. This just makes so much sense. Anything you want to say in closing? We're delighted to be doing it. It's a fascinating project, and I really do think it's something that has been a solid investment by the AMA, and the results are, I think, very helpful. The people who are participating feel a certain sense of not just satisfaction, but but really a sense of uh, more ownership in the healthcare system, like they're, they're being more involved in the decisions or, or the questions that are being talked about as the healthcare system is evolving over time. And, and I, I think it gives the patients who participate a greater sense that, uh, that you know, it's, it's their healthcare system and this is an opportunity for them to actually have some say at an appropriate time. Well, certainly over 11,000 members to date. That's a fantastic milestone. Thanks for joining me and sharing the story. Thanks, Marvin. Appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in to Alberta Doctors Digest, brought to you by the Alberta Medical Association. This has been just one of the many stories from the current issue of our online publication. You can read the entire publication at add.albertadoctors.org. See you next time.